Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich Armis, episode 67. Hey, Richers, this is Hayut with a new, fantastic, happy, smart, like a small gem interview with a very unique musician, social media expert, and programmer, Pascal Guillon. But before this enjoyable interview, I would like to thank you for making the last show with Mark Schaefer one of the most listened episodes of this podcast and for sharing it with your friends. It is really a great honor. Before jumping to this unique interview, I would like to offer you to check out our free mini online course about choosing the best name and logo for your product or business. Not only if you're about to launch a new product or about to launch your business, but I believe it will bring you a lot of value also in finding and choosing the right designer for you. So check it out at courses.richormiss.com And I guess I'll meet you there. And now to this special interview with Pascal Guillot. Pascal Guillot is a multi-platinum music producer who contributed to three Grammy nominations. He is also a programmer, a social media strategist, and a speaker. Three facts about Pascal. One, I'm proud to have contributed to three Grammy nominations and to over 50 million albums sold worldwide. Two, I have served as a mentor to tens of thousands of artists and business owners worldwide through my video game, speaking engagements, and education programs. And three, I have also helped some of the most disruptive brands in transportation, cryptocurrency, and food dominate social media. Pascal Guillon, it's such a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so happy to have you here just after 4th of July, but it seems like you are sober, I think. <laughs> I, didn't do, I, I didn't do anything. You know, I'm not a party person, so uh, I just like to have uh, quality time, quality food, uh, read, educate myself a bit more. And that's what I did yesterday, actually, you know. That's great. I just shared with our audience what you've done until now. Mm-hmm. And I would like you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today? Yeah. And where are you heading? Absolutely. So, you know, most people in our world are really known to be specialists in one field. And that's about it. Uh, I am more like, uh, more like a polymath, if you will, uh, be- yeah. because I get bored extremely quickly. So what I do is I develop, you know, I- I'm curious, I research, so I find passions and I go really deep into it. 
And at some point, I feel like, well, this is not that exciting for me anymore that much. I need something else. So I keep looking again and I go, I find something, I go really deep into it and I developed another specialty. So basically I have different specialties. Of course, my first specialty is music and yeah. I developed other, other specialties after that. So what I really like to do nowadays is actually to combine all these specialties to create unique experience, like proof of concept, showing to people that, hey, this idea can actually work thanks to technology or that kind of stuff. So nowadays I like to combine my music with my specialties in social media, in coding, in thinking different on how you can build a music career or just a career in general. So this is how I managed to create a video game six months ago that is paying me instantly yeah. each time the game is played at no cost to the player and uh, featuring my music, of course. So this is what I really like to do right <laughs> now. Can you tell us a bit more about this game? That sounds oh, yeah, so no, interesting. Absolutely. I think that's the best thing I created in my life. So basically, I decided to go more into computer science. That was making a lot of sense for me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a game, but I'm going to do an educational game so that people are actually excited to play, to learn some stuff. And since I know quite a bit about social media, I hided some information about social media marketing in the game. So when people play the game, they actually collect information. They have to avoid the enemies, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they collect information. And that's where they can learn how they can do better on social media. But also they are hearing my music that is streaming from the first music streaming blockchain platform called MusicCoin. And I, put, I created all that from scratch, basically. So that's, that's one of the really cool things I did last year. It sounds so great. Tell us a bit more about your sure. career. When did the music start? Yeah. What did it start from? And when the computer just joined <laughs> the music or were there always <laughs> together? Tell us a bit more about this. It's, you know, it's rare yes. to have musicians here oh, in the I show. See. So, you know, my parents found me when I was like two or three years old, uh, putting the radio on and trying to play along the radio with my tiny instruments, you know. So they were like, <laughs> oh, maybe we should, you know, find like a teacher for him. And so that's how it started. But it didn't become very serious uh, till I was a teenager. However, when I was 15, 16 oh. years old, I decided to focus on that. So at some point, I was practicing my piano 10 hours a day. I studied jazz, classical oh. music. At 20 years old, I was in Cuba. I was invited to play on stage with one of the most famous salsa band in Cuba when I was 20. Uh, so I did a lot. Wow, yeah. that's great. Oh. I've been in Cuba. Oh, this, that, was, that was one of my greatest times, for sure. It's such an incredible place. Uh, so I, I ended up doing a lot of live music, playing with bands, but I figured out that I prefer to create. So that's how I became a music producer. And then that's how I started to produce a lot of music for a lot of people around the world. So actually, my passion for the more like computer science came way, way, way later after, you know, I spent 15 years producing music for a lot of very famous people, but also less famous people and mentoring these people as well and that kind of stuff. Yeah. When did you fall in love, or I think you fall in love, but you have to tell us with social oh. media, how that happened? Yes, so basically, you know, I am French, and I loved modern music, modern popular music. 
and all the all my heroes were in America. And I was like, I want to be there. <laughs> so how do I do that? So this is when the MySpace became really big. So basically, I yeah. used MySpace to communicate on my skills. I think most of our listeners are not yeah. probably so aware that MySpace was yes. very, very focused on music. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So I think, you know, for my specialty was music, you know, like if people have different fields, they just have to find out what works for them. Right. So mm -hmm. for me, that was perfect. So I, I maximized my opportunities. I was also using actually additional softwares that was running in parallel of MySpace to maximize my visibility. And it worked out really well because this is how I managed to start producing songs for like really big stars from my French village. Oh, and I know that you're in LA. So when did you make the switch to the US? So my dream became true because after communicating so much with, uh, you know, so many people, I ended up being invited by some of the most legendary music people uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, Walter Afanasiev, who is the producer songwriter of the song Hero with Mariah Carey. Oh, he also did the sure. song. Yes, yes, he did the song uh, Titanic, uh, the movie. Uh, he did a lot. He produced a lot of Barbara Streisand stuff, Kenny G. So he invited me here for a month. Him and Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory is a music executive. He is actually Ellen Pompeo's husband. Oh, uh, that's thanks to them that I moved to the U.S. They invited me. I spent a month here, and that was absolutely incredible. Wow. And yeah. uh, let's get back for a minute for your new exciting game. And yes. uh, who are your customers today? Is that the main yes. thing that you are focusing on today? And who are your customers? Sure. So, well, you know, <laughs> the thing is, as a music producer, at first, my, my customers were mainly music artists, music labels, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But since I got bored of that circle, <laughs> and also because I actually found that it was a very inefficient circle, I actually moved on to get to know more like the entrepreneur's circles. Mm -hmm. So basically, I moved from producing music and mentoring artists to doing mentoring actually business owners on how they can do very well on social media. Because it's super, super, super important. It changed my life. You know, it's the story of my life. Hmm. So I showed them that if they embrace that and actually study, I share a lot of strategies with them, uh, it can make a major impact in their business. So now my, mostly my customers are actually brands, startups, or celebrities in business mostly. And because they're also very hungry people, so it's perfect for me. They are willing to learn. They want results. So it's very satisfying for me too. And I guess the rhythm of entrepreneurs suits yeah. your need in very, very, very high and hectic life. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so these are your customers today. And who played the game? So basically the game. So everything is linked. That's the beautiful part about it. Because, so, you know, I have an edge on social media. I managed to build, especially on Twitter now, I have a very large following. So what I did, I put my video game as a pinned tweet on my Twitter and I have a massive amount of traffic. 
So that means that I have tons of people who see that tweets and click on the link and go to play the game. And the nice thing is that actually uh, it's great for absolutely anybody to play the game because young people really want to get big on social media, but brands want to do better on social media too. <laughs> you know? Right. Of course, right. Everything has changed now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I would like to ask you, first of all, you are an entrepreneur yourself. Yes. Today you're working a lot with entrepreneurs and I would like to ask well, you, yeah. what is your best advice to entrepreneurs in terms of approaching their customers or customer focus? Because you know, this whole sure. show is all about customer yeah. focus and how we should be more focused on our customers in order to succeed, to uh, grow our business. So I think, yeah, there, I think there's two things. Uh, you know, when people ask me what it is to produce music for an artist, I, I, my answer is that it is to realize an artist's dream. And I think if a lot of business would think like that, instead of pushing to sell stuff that people don't necessarily need, but actually are more like uh, here to serve people, for certain things, because if they would do this or do that or get this or get that, their life would get much better. So if you know, brands would treat their customers this way to be much more listening to them and to be really willing to improve their life, I think that would make a really big impact on the business itself. And then the second thing I was thinking about is definitely the use of social media. Because I think when people see that you are here to serve them, Uh, that build trust and we know that trust is everything right sure and I must say that this is the thing that first caught yeah. my eyes when I just started to look at your Twitter oh yeah because that's what you mm -hmm. said you said that for you the whole thing is about helping your customer the musician yes. be the in yes. the center of the world isn't it it's so something like that and it caught my eyes because yeah. I think Once entrepreneurs are focusing on their customers, everything is happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is, and I really love that. Absolutely. You are serving your customers for quite uh, a few years. And we'll talk about the successes because you've got quite a few. You told us a bit about sure. some <laughs> of them. And I would like to ask you, yeah. what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? So, the one that yeah. affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or one of those yeah. that affected you most, what can you tell so, us about that? Yes. So the tricky part for me was actually transitioning from being a music producer who were, uh, I was hired by music labels or artists uh, constantly. And, you know, the, the, the music world was functioning this way. And because of the crisis and also because of the fact that I got bored, I saw that that was not a business that was going to keep going. Definitely not. So that meant that I actually had to study entrepreneurship and to be mentored by entrepreneurs to actually become a real entrepreneur just to work for myself. And that's pretty much it. So that, that was the most tricky part. And I think the first mistake I did mm. is I thought that Actually, artists could be, you know, uh, even, even independent artists could be a perfect customer for me. And they are not actually, you know, because my services at the time were mostly producing music and mentoring them for music career, social media, that kind of stuff. The problem is that an artist is 
an artist. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really have a business mind. So besides, you know, giving them a lot of advices, showing them how to do this or to do that, I had extremely poor reaction and still to this day. So of course, I could also question my quality of teaching. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I do know that artists, unfortunately, don't have this business mind. So I think my first target as an entrepreneur was not the right one. However, when I switched to actually talking to entrepreneurs, businesses, and showing them how social media changed my life and that could make a big impact on their business, things got much smoother because these people are much more hungry. They love to get stuff done fast. So uh, that's a transition that was very interesting and I learned a lot from that. It's so interesting because actually what you are saying is that, okay, you were a music producer, but then you wanted, you get bored very easy and you, It mm-hmm. seems like you are studying new worlds very easily. Yes. And actually, you thought that a lot of musicians will be willing to make this yeah. uh, transformation as well. But you found out that they're not. They just not, want... not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah, they just wanted to keep doing their music, but yeah. they weren't ready for the shift. For business. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we, you know, like still to this day, most new artists... You know, they are looking for people to take care of themselves. Unfortunately, actually, in the music industry, things don't work this way at all. You know, people who keep waiting, basically, there's nothing going on for them. So the only way for them is actually to embrace entrepreneurship. And the most successful independent artists are definitely entrepreneurs. Uh, they, they really right. get that. Yes. Right, because what we all see is that a lot of musicians, as well as other celebs, don't have any other choice than become yeah. expert and know a lot about social media because yeah. they're where we all live. Yes. And now I would like you to tell me about your biggest or what was your greatest success, most significant success as a result of the right sure. customer focus or something that you did right, right. about approaching your customers. Sure. So my answer is going to be a little bit abstract, but I still think it's very interesting. My biggest satisfaction is actually to keep following my instinct. Okay. And I think it's the, really the reason why I am here uh, today <laughs> and having worked on a lot of different projects because I adapted and because I served people the proper way, I hope most of the time. And because of that, I think this is what led me to keep climbing and get more recognition, uh, you know, getting on more and more projects, that kind of stuff. Because I don't really measure success by commercial uh, numbers or famous level or stuff like that. To me, it's more like, okay, am I really doing things that are fulfilling me and also helping people the most? That's the most important thing, you know? Mm. And it's, again, interesting, this shift, because you shift from music to social media and entrepreneurship, yeah. but you kept the issue and the concept of serving your clients. Absolutely. Yep. Beautiful. And I would like to ask you, can you recommend the best, and this is going to be very interesting, I believe, because <laughs> you are not an entrepreneur that came only from technology. 
but can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool sure. that related to customer focus marketing sure. or sales? And the reason I'm asking you that, I'm not looking for the shiniest tool, yeah. the last yeah. tool in the endless list, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking for those tools that the most successful entrepreneurs like yourself are using. Sure. So what will be this tool that you will say, yeah. this is my most recommended tool today. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, the one thing is that nowadays I actually love to build stuff my, myself since I, I, you know, I learned computer science, so I, I am able to build a lot of things. That's very fun. However, I'm going to mention something that you probably know and a lot of people knows, but it's a very, it's a tiny tool, but it's so cool because it, 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 you can combine a lot of things with that. It's called Zapier. Yeah. That's it. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us what are you using Zapier for? Of what course. are you doing with that? Oh, yeah. Sure. So, for example, it's it's very specific example. So, I built a fully automated mentoring program for artists, for example. So, for the ones who are willing to learn, you know, I have a landing page on my website and boom, then they are in and that's it. So, I actually, the, the whole process is a combination of MailChimp, Google Sheet, Google Form, Zapier, and mails, of course. Uh, so basically what Zapier is doing is that whenever somebody actually uh, fill my Google Form, uh, it, yeah. is, it is sending their information straight to MailChimp. And on MailChimp, I have a sequence of seven emails that will start to go to these people like once a week, for example. So for me, it's actually making the link between my entry level of my like funnel, if you will, and it's mm-hmm. building a list on MailChimp. That's exactly how I use it, for example. That's great. You know, I believe that a lot of things are affecting our success and people's success, and there are a lot of factors that affect mm-hmm. one's success. But I also believe that any one of us has his own unique factor that was the most important factor that helped them succeed. And I would like to ask you, what is your key success factor? What made it for you? I think it's being curious and disciplined. I think that's the two things. And it's very interesting because uh, it's not always goes together, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, because I think nowadays, you know, a lot of people are distracted by a lot of things. But, uh, I mean, being curious because, you know, if you are the most informed in the room, it's always better, I think. I mean, it's, you know, like any entrepreneurs, like or billionaires, like most of them are like read a lot constantly. And, and that's what I naturally do every day, too, because it's just very interesting. But when you know stuff, I think you appreciate, appreciate life on a, on a much higher level. I love it, you know. Right. That's right. And I love this combination of being curious and being disciplined and mm-hmm. having discipline because it's not very natural, but I think it's a must for yeah. a business today. Sure. Our last final question is mm-hmm. my mountain question, of <laughs> course. Since I really believe that this journey of marketing and taking position in the mind of the customer and the consumer and again and again and and building the brand and building the trust, it's like climbing a mountain, Mm -hmm. getting higher and higher in the perception of our clients. 
That's why I love to ask my guests and I would like to ask you whether you ever climbed a mountain mm-hmm. or wished to climb a mountain. Mm-hmm. And here I'm talking about physical mountains, but you can also talk about the metaphor as well. Sure. But do you have any relationships with mountains <laughs> in your life? I actually love mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I used to go on vacations with my parents uh, and we were constantly going to the mountains. So I actually do a lot of hiking in Los Angeles as well, definitely. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I did some pretty, pretty, I mean, I, I did a whole days of like hiking or stuff like that. So I, I did really like hike real mountains or like big hills, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you will. But, you know, on, on another level, I would really yeah. like to, uh, you know, like travel much, much more than I did so far and like visit all the places that I haven't had the chance to visit. That, that's for sure. Because the more you understand people, I think it's the same thing. The more you will be able to serve and help people. So that's very, very important. And I think for me, the, the ultimate thing is really trying to find ways that make people have ah moments you know when they see a unique experience or something that make them realize that anything is possible uh oh wow well like now we can do this and inspire through that experience uh so you know to me i think uh, the subject of my life is is, is really going to be okay, I did this cool little video again that, you know, teaches people and combine a lot of things. So how far can I go in, in creating something like that, that will teach people, inspire people, and try to make technology advance as well, and all that stuff, basically. Yeah, and I guess this is uh, probably the highest mountain of your life yes. to climb, isn't it? Sure, yeah. 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 <laughs> It's so great talking with you, Pascal. Oh, thank and you. And I just want to ask you, Yeah. What will be the best way to get in touch with you and to connect with you for any one of our listeners that would like to do that? Sure. So just Google my name, Pascal Guillon, G-U-Y-O-N, or just my website, pascalguillon.org. And I'm very active, uh, obviously, on Twitter, social media, so I, I, can, I can be found quite easily. And we'll put all the links, of course, and also the link to your game sure. uh, in our show notes. And yeah. we are really looking for all our listeners to get into the show notes and get in touch with you. Pascal, it has been so refreshing and <laughs> so great talking to you. And I would really like to thank you so much for this conversation. Sure. Well, thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much and take care. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.